Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, two, Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier, and I'm here with my man, Tim Brown. What's up, Tim? Hey, how are you? Good, brother. So I'm super excited to get into this conversation. I have several personal questions I'm going to ask you because I'm super curious. Um, But first, Mm -hmm. tell everybody a little bit about who you are, and I know you're a little bit new to the HVAC and plumbing side of things, so... Uh, yeah. that's where primarily my audience sits is HVAC and plumbing. Sure. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a marketer. Uh, I, I'm a dad uh, and a husband. I'm trying to be better at that. That's a lot of my time is trying to figure that out. Right. Um, and I am a leader. So I lead leaders in my company. It's a 30, uh, 29 person company. Um, and we're, you know, growing fast and only exclusively serve home service businesses. So, um, I'm always kind of studying them. I think I'm a student, and I think that that's why, even though I'm new in HVAC and plumbing side, people find me interesting because I'm very curious. And like, for instance, I like to go out and do like office tours a lot. I started that like two or three years ago at Tommy Mello's office, and I've been doing it ever since. And then, you know, also shadowing people. So that's been a really fun thing is like shadowing high performing salespeople. And I am not, I don't even know, like I try to identify as a sales sensei, but I'm always wildly curious about how ridiculously good salespeople do their, their job. And they, it's always like, it feels like a blend of like, high charisma and just caring about people. And I think that that's something that's kind of been really fun and expansive this last few years is just getting around super high level people and being kind of blown away, but also like the blend of good person and sells a lot is very high. And I think that was kind of like, that's kind of been mind blowing for me and also been challenging for me because these people want to help people and they're helping more people and they're, they're efficient with their time. And so those are the types of things I spend my time is like studying high performers and then trying to bring those lessons back to my, my baby birds in my office. So, uh, excellent. So let me ask you, what was your, that's a great, I mean, like you, you explained like a high performing, say I am a high performing salesperson. Yeah. So like yeah. you explain that to the T, but I'm curious what your, what your let's say perception might have been before you got to know yeah. people at a higher level that are yeah. that are willing to give their time and generously help, but at the same time they're high performers. 
I really didn't like salespeople for years. And actually, before I started my business, because um, I was just doing SEO and websites and stuff like that at a different agency, but I, I wasn't selling. And every once in a while, they bring me in, but I was kind of the nerd, you know, and I just like, uh, I don't know. And then I, I, I fucked up some sales conversations, probably like on purpose, because I was like, kind of, ah, we don't do it that way. And like, just really cranky. Um, I was just a, a doer. I did the work, right? And I actually looked down on people that sell. Yeah. Weirdly. And I, um, you know, there are some of those people, right? There are some of those kind of smarmy salespeople. But like, at a certain point, I said, well, I need to learn this because I'm going to make my own business. And so I had to learn it. And I studied it deep and hard as much as I could, as much as I could find information out there. It happened to be like the 10x university or whatever with Grant sure. Cardone. And and then studying all the books that you and I probably know, like Never Split the Difference and Pitch Anything and all, all these really cool, interesting books. To Sell as Human was another one that was good for me. And those books really essentially say like, one, we're all salespeople. You're selling, you're selling yourself on the idea that you're not a salesperson. To the idea of to sell as human, it's a very normal and natural thing to try to persuade somebody to do what you want them to do, whether it's work for you, whether it's to buy your service. And if you really believe, I think that that's the thing I've learned, especially over those first couple of years. And now it's like, if you really believe that what you're doing is better than most of the options that they're considering, then it would be a disservice to them to not present it in a compelling and, and, you know, in a way that they'll purchase. And so we deserve, if that's true. And I, I've started to believe that. I mean, I really, and I continue to improve our service to the point, like if I don't believe it one month or, you know, for a week, I'm going to improve that service until I really believe it. Cause I think belief is so important. Like us really believing in our product. And so that transformation that happened was me understanding one, I was never going to make a real business if I couldn't figure out how to sell. So that first year was learn to sell, learn to sell, learn to sell, learn to sell. And we, it was my wife and I, we did 360, that 360 K that first year, just her and I. And so I did learn to sell and I did feel like what I, I did, start to believe in what, what we were doing. We started hiring and then, um, you know, built it up to, I think it was like 1 million in 2020. And then um, now it's 4 million and then we're trying to go to six. So, you know, and I've trained salespeople now and I trained, I trained um, Sydney, who's our main salesperson. If you reach out and that's who you talk to. And she, she sold three this last year, 3 million. So like, it's pretty cool to be able to not only sell myself, but to be able to train people. And and like before she worked here, she was making like $35,000. So like to, to, I'm not going to tell you what her salary is, but it's pretty good. She's selling 3 million. Right. So, um, so to be able to train people to do this, it's not only beautiful to learn to sell and to understand how good that could be for your life, but then also to be able to learn how to train people and like how big of a difference they could, whatever, 5X, 10X their salary to be able to like do that is so incredible. It's, it's, you could transform somebody's life like for real if you yeah. can learn to train people to sell. And I, I still 
I think I'm working on that. Just like I think I'm, I think I'm going to be a lifelong learner on the leadership side, but I, I certainly, um, that's been a very interesting, cool part of this last, um, I guess I, it's been, it's been about seven years, man, time flies. I've had this business for seven years. Um, but it's been a very interesting seven years and I'm grateful to, uh, be a student now and not be a hater, uh, be a student of sales, be a student of leadership. You mentioned belief and let's just, I'll, I'll, I'll peel this back just a little bit. Um, you said you're a dad, right? At yes. some point, yes, sir. your, your child or both your, I don't know how many kids you've got. doesn't really matter. Just one. Just a daughter. She's like 14 months. Okay, so then this example will not be the greatest. So I'm going to shift from the kid to your wife. So if you love to go to X place for dinner and she Mm -hmm. loves to go to Y place to dinner, then if her mind is set on going to Y, you have Mm -hmm. to convince her, sell her, negotiate with her why you need to go to X. So you're right. It it, to sell is 100% human. And we do it all the all the time. We just don't realize we're doing it in, mm-hmm. in persuasion, right? It if you're married, you had all that to get to where you are. And assume mm-hmm. when your kid's able to talk, I don't know, 14 months. I don't my kid, I got my kid at three years, three and a half years old, so I don't know at 14 months. She's old. she's uh babbling and it's hilarious. She's just like okay. it's saying nonsense, but she's saying it very confidently, which I love. I think it's adorable. <laughs> well, you're going to negotiate with her at some point, right? Yeah. Whether it's food over food or whether she's yeah. eating green, whatever it is, right? And and that's going to hone your sales skills even better. So mm-hmm. that's pretty interesting, and I love that you gave that perspective about salespeople because it it is it is true there there are some slime ball, slime balls out there, and you know because mm-hmm. their business is suffering and they they can't get you know, can't get past a certain certain level. But you and I have been around a lot of high performers. And Mm -hmm. and most of these guys, not most of them, all of them know how to sell. But they don't sell with the intention of doing something bad. And that's where a lot of people's mindset is about salespeople. Is that their their intention is to sell something that maybe they don't believe in. And I would argue, Mm -hmm. if you don't believe in the product or the service, you should not be selling it. Period. Because- Look, there's incongruence with that. If I'm trying to sell you something that I don't really know if it works or not, there's going to be a level of incongruence in my facial expressions, in my body mm-hmm. language that you're going to pick up on whether you know it or not. You know what it means? Like, it's yeah. like when a car salesman walks out and he's like, hey, the, you know, uh, full court press as soon as you walk in the car lot, you know, he doesn't really care about you. He doesn't really care about the car. He just wants to make the sale. And that's off-putting for a lot of people, most people, including mm-hmm. myself. So, yeah. yeah, 100%. So let me ask you. You I'm, do yeah, – go, yeah. go ahead. All right. So you, no, you, go. you do things a bit differently, right? Now, I, yeah. I don't I, – you know, I, I feel like you're, you're newer on the, as you mentioned, the plumbing and HVAC side. And yeah, so sure. – but, but you've been in every event I've been at. But you do some pretty yeah. interesting stuff at the event. Yeah. And I would love yeah. to know a little bit about that, why you do that, and how that relates to your business. Sure. Yeah. So I'll give you guys the quick, like, we've been doing weird stuff for fun at uh, events for a while. Like, 
uh, like right before COVID, we were at International Builder Show and I dressed up like a wizard and we did like fortune telling. And it was like, we gave out potions, there's booze in there, but and energy drinks, but we had like potions and then we we're like, will you have more leads next year? And then we like looked into our, and we did like readings and stuff like that. Um, so we've been doing weird stuff for a long time for fun, just to like, you know, it's a way to get attention, but it's also like, I was talking to my wife yesterday about this. I'm like, we have all these cool memories, like these crazy, these crazy ideas that I come up with. And then we, we get to have those experiences together and we're working together and it's, it's fun and it makes it more fun. These trade shows are boring as hell sometimes. So um, but this last year, part of it is like, I really, and this, this is cocky, Go but it's it. fun. Um, I, <laughs> I do consider myself a master at marketing. Like I, I think I'm very good at getting attention into like, even just a, a practitioner is probably a, a good way to think of it on the social media side, because none of us know all the algorithms and are going to be like, no one knows social media that well because we're always learning and there's always experiments and there's always all this stuff but I'm, I'm a master with the principles the broader principles of marketing because i've been studying it for over 10 years and i've been applying it for that 10 years and i'm a practitioner and an, a student of social media and like all the different things with influencers and all the different things with how to get attention so this last i just i just like get bored a little bit as, as a person who's like a master of something might, right? And it's all about consistency. But then the fun part this last year, we did, uh, we did a tattoo artist at our booth. We gave away free tattoos of people's logos. And the question is, are you committed to your brand enough to get your tattoo, your logo tattooed on you? And funny enough, Corey, I was super surprised. Eight people got our logo tattooed on them. Really? And a... Yeah, one of the biggest influencers in roofing. And so we do, uh, we work with a lot of roofers. And over there, like, Best Damn Roofer is his name. And he's wild. He's like, kind of like, uh, you guys have, what's a Fat Cheeto? Yeah. What's that dude's name? Uh, I'm trying know. to remember his name. He I calls himself Fat Cheeto. Cheeto. Yeah. And he does a lot of memes and he's kind of a wild man. And maybe like Carrier's not going to ever sponsor him. But, you know, like he's, <laughs> he's kind of. He's an interesting dude and he's like driving around an AC unit and stuff. Um, on the roofing side, you got best damn roofer and he got our logo tatted right on his wrist and he's a wild person, like an absolute wild person. So like he, like he's saying crazy shit on the internet. Like he's, he should be canceled like a hundred times over, but he's, um, he's like flashing our logo all over his Instagram videos where he's saying this stuff. So that was a wild move. Um, I had to take down the live with him on it. He's just a, he's an utter character. He kind of, he, he used to tour with the band that like was on the warp tour and stuff like that. He's just like, you know, he's kind of like a punk rocker, uh, jackass type guy. Um, and so then we decided to bring him to the next, uh, the next one. And, and I know that not everyone's going to love this. So I'm going to share stories from this, knowing that some of you are going to hate this. And that was kind of the point. Like I said, I get bored. So we're trying to get attention. And in some, I don't believe that all attention is good attention. However, sometimes it's fun to go after it because it's, um, it's honestly, it's easier if you do stuff that's a little bit crazy and maybe out of pocket, it's kind of easier to just get 
visibility. And sometimes I'm just a brand guy. I just want to, you know, I've got my, my big fluorescent hook and we've got it on the wall over there and we, we get it everywhere. We get it out there in memes. We get this logo out there, right? We want everyone to see this logo. So anyways, we brought Best Damn Roofer down to the next trade show and we dressed him up like Santa Claus and we went around and gave away tools and cash, stacks of cash and stuff. And then we gave away like negative prizes. Like you had to like a super sour warhead pickle or like, you know, shots of hot sauce or things like that. And then we did a little like, I, like I'm, I'm almost, I don't even know if I should say it. Cause it was kind of like, so we had a roofing is nuts. Okay. Roofing is nuts. And I, I feel like it's to the point where like, it's kind of known for negative shit, like about like people, cause he always like makes fun of people drinking on the job and doing drugs and stuff like that. <laughs> so we did, a, we did a thing where he was like, out of the corner of the video, he was snorting cocaine off the <laughs> off the um, table, and like it wasn't real cocaine. Like I had like found some caffeine that was like snortable, and so he was he snorted. And then like there was multiple things, and this is this was my intention. And like I said, I'm a wild person, and he's a wild person. And we we're kind of leveraging that, but like. There was just this last week, there was somebody that said, like, there shouldn't be drinking at conferences. And then, like, that person, because he had done this conference and we had had, he's a big influencer in the roofing space. There's a bunch of screenshots of our guy, <laughs> of, of Best Damn Roofer, Dan Cocaine, in the booth, and like, um, and like basically outrage. And I like sent the screenshot to Best Damn Roofer and I said, finally, some some outrage over our stunt because that was like actually the intention. So for better or worse, and I really I I'm cleaning up my act, Corey, I'll I'll round this out in a positive way because in uh we're, we're doing win the storm, which is another roofing one. We'll be at a couple HVAC ones too. We'll be at um, true grit and then the profit X event. So I'm super excited about those. We'll be, I think we're giving some, little presentations at both of those and we're super excited about those um and we don't know we don't all know all y'all well enough to do that kind of crazy shit yet but we do know roofers well enough to know some do some crazy shit but anyways we're going to do a dunk tank with ice like a cold plunge dunk tank and um for benefiting roofers in recovery um and eric and best boy yeah, and Best Damn Roofer is going to do a stint in there. So if you throw a ball, like, it'll donate 100 bucks to, to roofers. Or, or, you know, if you hit them or whatever, get them in, it'll be, like, 50 or 100 bucks to roofers in recovery. And, and really, I'm in recovery. So some of this stuff is, like, uh, it, it's wild. And I don't know – I don't even know if it was the right thing. But it was fun. And I like to do experiments because it's, like, really at the end of the day – it is hard to get attention in our day and age. It is hard. It is hard. We, you and I both put out a ton of video. I'm sure, you know, you put out reels. I see your reels all the time. We put out video. It's hard to get attention. So part of this is just me. I want to get attention. I have to, we have to get attention. I'm not saying that you should follow in my footsteps, but I, I will say like, I am always experimenting and I learned a bunch from these experiments. And now I'm going to go on the straight and narrow and support uh, roofers and recovery. Well, so look, I too, I, I didn't know you were in recovery. So I too am in recovery. Yeah. And I think yeah. the video that you just explained is absolutely fucking hilarious. Yeah. Right. And coming from somebody yeah, yeah. that has been down many dark roads, 
it's still fucking yeah. funny to me. Like I would have for sure yeah, watched yeah. that, right? And yeah, it, it's pretty funny if you go back and I'll send it to you so you get a chance to yeah. check it out. It was wild. It was a fun move. You know, we're just trying to have fun, and ultimately that. So much of what we're doing, though, like actually at these shows is trying to get attention also for people to refer us. And I think that will be my like just for for home service businesses and contractors watching this. Maybe you don't want to take my strategy there, but maybe like so much of what I'm doing when I go to that show. And if you go to a home show, what can you do? That's a small like we went and gave out fireball shots to all the um, vendors. What could you do? That would be for the vendors at the home show. How could you go out and try to get and try to remind them that you'd love referrals and you'd like to refer them? So I think that like the way we market, even on social media, is to increase referrals, not just to get leads. And I do think that that's been very successful for the for us. And I strongly recommend it for home service businesses as well. I would suggest the only thing I would change about the fireball thing is you should have some stripper looking person dress up and give the fireball shots. <laughs> I mean, that'd be, the, that'd be the only other thing I would throw in there. <laughs> this guy would have probably done some stripping if we would have asked him to. But That's hilarious, dude. I know. I, I think that that makes complete sense because and that, let's go back for a second. You mentioned, well, not all attention is great attention, but here's what, Here's what you're doing when you throw out something that's crazy. Your people become your people, right? Even though if you get, you know, a bunch of negative comments, it makes you real. It makes you human. And that's what people don't understand. I'll post stuff sometimes just to get a reaction. And what comes out of that is, you know, I think the, I think, nor, I, I shouldn't say normal, average, I shouldn't say average either. The the normal person using social media thinks that if I post a dude doing cocaine in a booth, that I support people doing cocaine in a booth. That's a hundred percent not it, right? It's yeah, it, it th- that's not the intention at all. And I think that's where people get caught up. It's like my dad; he's like, "Why just post that thing?" Like, right? Yeah. Like like I said, I do think it was an interest. Like it was an interesting experiment. And we'll see if it worked because we will know in the next few months because we did this a bunch a bunch of crazy shit at trade shows and we'll know this next few months if we got like a bunch of leads from that right so it's like the two or three months trailing of any crazy experiment that you do in your marketing whether it be a little bit more tame than this or not right you're kind of looking at those lagging indicators of success I don't we don't sit there at the trade show and be like give me your badge and then we're gonna follow up like crazy people we we are trying to create attraction almost more than promotion. Um, yep. So, but in this particular case, I was um, defended by like five or 10 people and many of them in recovery. So some people misunderstood it. And when you give somebody an opportunity to misunderstand what you're saying, they will misunderstand what you're saying. So I purposely kind of did give people an opportunity to misunderstand, but I, I think that's a good principle. The negative of that is like, you should make your marketing more clear. I think in general, we have to, for Corey to refer hook agency, he needs to know we do custom work. We do, um, we are 100% focused on home services. We don't do any other types of work. We have proven results in home services and we're relentless and consistent when, and we show we're super transparent. We show everything that we do every month. 
Now, I need to make sure I'm saying those things all the time on social. I need to be repetitive. I think repetitive is a really good principle. Like ultimately, if Corey could misunderstand what I've noted, like back in the day, like last year I toured with an event series. It was like 10 events. And the people that put on the event later on, the, the other two people that I was touring with didn't barely know what we did. Like, I and I and I was mad at them because I was like, "How do you not know how to refer me? I am a Google SEO PPC websites. Like, how do you not get this? Why do you not know?" And like when I look at that now, I say I should have been much clearer. I've suffered from the much same clearer thing. on my services. I need to be super clear. I no one. If anyone misunderstands what we do or why we're different, then it's my fault. And that should be our take um, as far as like, it's a little bit more complicated with business services, but I think it's the truth for home service business as well. If you're not clearly stating why you're different and if your neighbor or your friend goes with a different HVAC company, you should take personal responsibility. I was not clear enough and consistent enough with my messaging of differentiation on my social media channels that my friend went with a different HVAC company and I should be embarrassed. Because if I really believe in what I'm doing, then they should not be using anybody else but us. You know, and I, I mean, like, it's just good to take personal responsibility when there's lack of clarity on, like, services or differentiation. Do you think, and, and I'll just be completely, everything you said makes total sense to me. Because I, too, have suffered from the exact same thing. Like at mm-hmm. this stage of the game, you probably have no idea what I do at this stage of the game. Cause I haven't even told you, I haven't mentioned it because I I'm very, I'm great at what I do, which is mm-hmm. work with HVAC and plumbing companies. I can do consulting. I help train their sales teams, develop their sales teams. I also am in AI, which is a whole different story. Um, I'm really good at what I do, but I just feel like, in my brain, something happens where I assume you know what I do. Right. And they and they don't. They they just don't. Like I'm living in my own world, it feels like. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like uh, I think that that's the thing is like you should almost be sick of saying it. Yes. I think I think that that's the that's the hard part. Like I said, I get bored of um, kind of doing the basics. And I think that that's what we all kind of have to pull ourselves back to, to make sure we're doing the basics, which is one, you know, calling people to action every once in a while. I did that yesterday on my social media. Like I just said, this is what we do. This is why it's different. And by the way, we'd love to work with you. And something that if you don't do that, if you haven't done that in a while, Corey, I'm going to challenge you to go do that. And anyone who's listening to this to go do that once today. I know that we all don't want to pitch all the time. But just do it once. And I'm going to guess, Corey, if you – this is going to be a challenge. I'm going to see if this happens. If you have been networking right, there will be a couple people that were waiting for that and will even share it for you. This episode of the Successful Life Podcast is brought to you by House Call Pro. Whether you're looking to streamline your operations, reduce paperwork, or boost revenue, Housecall Pro is your all-in-one business solution. Transform your business today with essential tools and support designed to drive efficiency and deliver exceptional customer service. To learn more, 
Click the link in the show notes. It's such a it's such it's such a gut punch for you to say that because like yeah. I know you're a hundred percent right, yeah. and I know that I a hundred percent don't do a very good job of it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and and I'll, I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. I just partnered up with Sam Wakefield, who I think you're going to have on your show at some point. Yes. Um, Sam and I, you know, Sam has close it now, close it now sales training and he does a great job. And so him and I have teamed up and we're doing actually, as soon as we get off this call, we're doing a mindset training because I'm joining his team to do, you know, to help him with his sales training and coaching, because quite frankly, I don't do a great job selling myself. Uh, I just, I don't know why that is. It's like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really, it's not that I don't believe. Corey, you know what it is? I and I I just sat down with somebody yesterday who kind of said to me, he's like, wow, I'm just like, I'm I'm always inspired by and it's kind of a diss and kind of a compliment where he's like, you're just kind of shameless. And you're out here kind of talking about your services, and you're like just out there so much and you're pushing yourself. One part is belief, but the other one is like that it's the right thing for your audience to experience that and to truly to tr- just give yourself absolute permission. You know what I mean? And I, I want to give you permission, Corey, to do that. I want to give you permission. And I think I'll give an example. I was at a, a event in my area for search engine marketing professionals and I never, I'm so bad at networking. I just, I just, I'm not good at really talking to people unless I'm making content. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm really good at it. And I have a hard time with just like going up to people and, and other people like in my business and stuff like that. And I was with a, a nonprofit, a guy that, that I work with, that's a nonprofit from Africa. He was visiting and I, I went up and I went up to a bunch of people and I shamelessly pushed him. One, it made me look good, right? Tim's a charitable guy. I'm donating and I'm like working with this company. You guys should too, right? Two, it was somebody else besides me. It's, so it's almost like you can like do that as an exercise to, to push somebody else besides you. I also do that in my marketing, man. And I, I've kind of tried to like take that example because I loved how I loved how I felt. I love how I feel when I'm shamelessly promoting a fucking charitable thing that I give to and then asking other people just, yes, you should work with them. And yes, you should give like, I'm not that good at asking for business for me. So how can I get in that mode? And I'm telling you, you can get in that mode because you'll notice my social media, I'm promoting other companies a lot. Like, and why do I do that, Corey? Because like I said, I'm promoting for referrals. I am, I'm marketing for referrals. I'm, I do once a month or twice, probably once a month or less, probably I do that really clear call to action just as a reminder for the people that follow me and an opportunity for the people that like me to share it. Cause I had people do that yesterday. And then the rest of the time I'm going to spend, like I'm finding right now, Corey, and everyone's going to watch this happen in real time. I'm not going to pretend I'm anything different than I am is 
I'm identifying the best reputation people in the HVAC and plumbing industry, and I'm just going to push power to power. I'm going to promote them. So I already know everyone loves, loves Uncle Joe Cressera. I'm going to keep promoting Uncle Joe Cressera because I, I, every time I go out to these office tours, people are saying positive things about Joe. I'm going to record it. Yeah. Um, every time I'm out at an office tour and somebody's like, I literally say, I say, what was that? Can you say that one more time? And what, like, like you'll notice if you watch, I, I know not everyone saw this content, but I did an office tour for Rise and Shine Garage Doors in um, the Twin Cities area in Minnesota. And the person said, yeah, we used Joe Cressera. And I said, hey, um, what would you think would be like an objection? Like, what was your hesitation before you work with Joe Cressera? And why would you suggest somebody works with them even after that hesitation? Because I know that's a good testimonial. And I, and I think you can use this as a home service business too, is like every time you're at some, like, you're, if you're out creating content, a lot of you guys are already are getting good at that. You're creating videos and stuff like that. Tell your marketing people or do this yourself to every time somebody is talking positively about another home service business. Let's say you're an HVAC company and they're talking really good about their pest control company or whatever it happens to be or their insulation company. And they're saying, and it was so easy. And it was like, hey, can you say that one more time? Right. You know, like, why did you like working with them in particular? Like, how shameless could you get if it's not just you you're promoting all the time? If you are a marketing ally to all the other home service businesses that could refer you, then you're going to get more and more shameless. And I think I'm inviting you, Corey, too, to just get more shameless with the companies that you know have great reputations and that people are naturally saying great things about them and to just capture them and help promote them. And I'm guessing you already do, to be honest, bro. So I, I just want to be a reminder for people on that. Get shameless because well, look, I, I I I totally I totally agree with you. It's way easier for me to sell you than it is for me to sell me. And guess what? Because I also know. I mean, I have a I'm a kind hearted person, so I know what it does for you as a person when somebody reaches out, like you mentioned recording people saying, oh, I use Joe Cressera for this reason. And you send it to Joe. That made mm -hmm. his day, right? Yeah. Complete, especially Joe Cressera, because his ego is huge. And he knows that. I don't <laughs> know say negative here. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, it, but that that's really beneficial. And, and, you know, how many people get that a day, right? How many people have somebody take the time to do that for them mm. ever, ever? They don't. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, like, ultimately, that's fun. I mean, I'm trying to make my life fun, man. Like, you know, you're probably like me, Corey. I, I mean, like, we got money. I'm not saying I'm like rolling in it, but I've like, I don't have a lot of things that I don't get if I want them. Sure. So like, I really at this point, it's going to be significance is the top of the, the hierarchy of needs. And I'm just going to keep on pushing trying to get more significance. And I, I'm going to have when you help other people, it feels really, really good. And I'm going to keep chasing that feeling. Um, Cause I, I like, and this is a very easy way to do it. That helps my business. Like just trying to um, be a great referral guy. You know, like there's the, there's a lot of those like conversations that I've had with people around like being the connector 
you know, if you're a connector thing, great things happen for you. Like connecting people and referring and being that person. Um, those people usually do pretty well too as salespeople and as, um, as professionals. So I think it's really good for my life and it's really good for my, my significance and I have a better day because I, I get to help people in those ways. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And um, this is, dude, this has been, I know we kind of went all over the place a little bit, which I think is completely normal for my show for sure. Um, <laughs> but Good. Tim, where can, we're getting close to time. Where can people yeah. find you? Where's the best place for them to find you? Yeah, please uh, check out the HVAC and plumbing uh, hustle podcast. And, um, and then Tim hook on, on Facebook. So facebook.com slash Tim hook agency, Tim hook agency. And, uh, that's kind of my profile on the HVAC and plumbing side. I'm putting out not only very useful conversations and snippets from, uh, high performing HVAC and plumbing business owners, but also memes. Um, and, and, uh, funny memes about HVAC and plumbing. So come check it out. And then I'm also doing DIY trainings on like how to make a better website and DIY trainings on how to do your own SEO from scratch. I give it all away, everything I know at least. And, um, and I think some people find that to be wild moves since that's what we sell. But I know as you grow that often you don't want to have to do everything. So you might do some of this now, and then maybe you'd rather just have a Google specialized team help in the future. Who knows? So I'm here for people as a resource and I'm teaching along the way because I I do know a lot about marketing and I want to be helpful. For sure. Well, I really, really enjoy this conversation. I feel like you could probably go on for another hour. Um, Tim, it was really great having you on, my friend. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much for having me on, brother. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.